0: Today's episode is brought to you by BCS Wealth Management. BCS Wealth Management is an independent financial planning and investment management company headquartered right here in Johnson City. What's great about BCS Wealth Management is that they're 100% independent, which means there's no big company in New York pulling the strings. BCS Wealth Management is also a fiduciary, which is just a fancy way of saying that they're bound by law to do what's in your best interest. Not everyone who works in financial services is a fiduciary. These folks are. So, whether you're in need of a financial plan to keep you on track with your goals, if you're an individual needing a checkup on your personal investments, or a business owner needing an evaluation of your company's retirement plan and other benefits, the highly trained team at BCS Wealth Management is ready to help. Hey, friends, and welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast, where we talk about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City, Tennessee a lovely place to live. Now, I know I sound like a broken record, but I really do want to thank you for tuning in and making Johnson City Living a part of your week. It is always fun getting your feedback, and I hope you're enjoying learning about some of the people who make Johnson City just a fantastic place to live. Now, I'd love it if you'd pop over to Apple Podcasts and rate the show and leave a review, and here's why I always ask you to do that. The search engines really like it when podcasts have a lot of ratings and reviews, and it means that they'll put our show in front of even more people if there's lots of ratings and reviews. So that's why I ask you to do that. Our guest today on this episode is Lindsay Mitchell. Lindsay and her husband Patrick, along with their four young kids, recently moved back to Johnson City after spending a few years in Savannah, Georgia. Now, before they moved to Savannah, Lindsay started a business here in Johnson City from home called The Table, which provided delicious, ready-when-you-are meals to help lighten the, the load of, oh no, what are we gonna have for dinner? Uh, that is a huge burden for busy families. The table grew like wildfire. And now that the Mitchells are back in Johnson City, she's picking right back up where she left off, but with enhanced offerings and she's expanding into home goods and gift items. And you're going to want to see the stuff that she's making. It's really cool. In the episode, Lindsay shares about where she got the idea for The Table in the first place, the challenge that led her to start creating physical products, and what it was like making meals for hundreds of people in her home kitchen. She's in a commercial kitchen now, but it's a great story. All right, let's get to our interview with Lindsay Mitchell, founder of Mayfair Market and The Table at Mayfair Market. Lindsay Mitchell, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, it's really fun to have you here. Um, for the listeners at home, we are rolling into this recording after having, you know, we probably should have been running the tape this whole time. We've been having a great conversation. But Lindsay, just tell me a little bit about um, who you are and and what you uh, what you do here in Johnson City. Because I know you've, you've got a, a project uh, starting that you're getting off the ground. But, but talk to me about, um, you know, your background, where you grew up, uh, how you found Johnson City, and um, a little bit about your family.
1: Yeah, well, um, I'm a Savannah native, born and raised, all my family and a lot of friends are still there. Um, I discovered Johnson City, I think I was about 17, and I came up for a CIY conference at Milligan, completely fell in love with the mountains when I was here, Um, loved the scenery, uh, the seasons. We went. I remember to this day went to Blue Hole, um, our youth group, um, and really that was that was it for me. I did. I, I really didn't even apply to any other college. So oh wow! I knew I wanted to be here.
0: So right off the bat, that. you just knew. Okay, yeah. I'm coming back here. Yeah.
1: I mean, I was a beach girl. I love the Low Country, but it was my first time actually. I think seeing mountains yeah. and just fell in love with it. So yeah. So that was my first introduction to Johnson City.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So four years here for college, and then um, you mentioned to me before. Uh, all over the place. After that, before before coming back here to live for a while, right?
1: Yes, all over the place. I think uh, my husband Patrick and I moved about thirteen times before our tenth wedding anniversary. Um, so we we uh, we got a lot of adventure in um, the beginning of our marriage. So he's from Knoxville. I'm from Savannah. Um, we have lived in Savannah a few times. We spent some time in Los Angeles and in St. Louis. Oh man. Um, yeah, all but one time zone, I think in the U.S. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, that's impressive. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting statistic. I don't, I think I've only ever lived in the Eastern uh, time zone. Interesting. So think about that, listener. Like, how many time zones have you lived in? That's <laughs> that's interesting. All right. So um, your family's in the process of transitioning back to Johnson City after being in Savannah for for a season. Yes. And tell me, kind of. Um, you know what you have when you lived here before. I know you had a, a really cool business called The Table, which was um, kind of eat when you want meals delivered to your home, right? Yes, yes. Um, big fans of that <laughs> of that business. Um, and so I know you kind of always have your hands in multiple things. But but tell me what your what your latest venture here is.
1: Yeah, well, get, we're still going to do what we did with the table, which you know I guess go back about, I don't know, four years or so. I was a stay-at-home mom. I had been a stay-at-home mom for about seven years. Um, and I got, about the fifth year in, I was losing my mind a little bit. I just needed to kind of do something in addition to what I was doing at home, which is an incredibly important job. Um, and I love the time that I got to spend with my babies. Um, but I was just kind of had a, an itch I needed to scratch Um, we were also in, I know, I don't know if you're familiar with Dave Ramsey, but we were in the like, get out of debt, baby step two gazelle intense stage. And I felt like I just really wanted to be able to contribute to that and kind of rush, rush things along. Um, so, um, I, I knew I needed to be doing something. I couldn't really figure out what it was. And we went through all types of ideas, my husband and I, and, um, one, weekend, we had taken my kids to Morristown. My my in-laws live in Knoxville. They usually meet us about halfway. We yeah. drop the kids off uh, for a day or two. And my husband said, I, I got to take you by this place on the way home. And he took me to Yoder's. Have yeah. you ever been to Yoder's? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we went to Yoder's and I remember walking around and seeing this like frozen homemade lasagna and that someone had made and they were selling there. And it was like a light bulb moment. I was like, I, I can do that. Like the idea or the problem that has to be solved every single day of my life is what's for dinner. Yeah, And my kids start asking me about 10 AM, you know, (laughs) and it's just like, Oh my gosh there's five other people in my house and they all have to eat again. Like this is a problem that I have to solve every every day. day. Right. It never stops every day. And you know, I mean, most of the time I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what we're eating. And there were seasons where I was really great at meal planning and I had it all done. And then I had, you know, I got past the two kid threshold. And like, once I got past two, it was like, we're, it's sink or swim. Like I don't really have a lot of time to do a lot of meal planning, you know, let alone grocery shopping. There weren't a lot of, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what we have here in Johnson city in Savannah we had shipped, but you know, where people will grocery shop for Instacart, Mm -hmm. you know, there wasn't a lot of that then just even a couple of years ago. And so grocery shopping with multiple kids, it was just getting to be like too much,
0: absolutely, you know? and
1: so um, I immediately when I saw that meal in Yoder's, I was like, "This, this is a legit problem, yeah, like that I myself face." And so I know there have got to be other parents facing this problem every yeah. day, and I can solve this. Like, this is this is it. This is what we're going to do. Um, I think I I worked with a really great friend um, here locally who did graphic design in college and just kind of gave her a vision. And she had a logo within a matter of hours. And I put five friends in a Facebook group and we hit the ground running. I just started making like pot pies or something the next week. Yeah. So, um, that it it took off pretty quickly. Um, when we were here last and, and it was a, it was on an incline when, um, the Lord called us to, to move to Savannah for a season. And, um, my intention was to, to relaunch it down there, but I realized really quickly, I I ended up taking a full-time position when we moved and kind of reentering the, you know, the traditional workforce. Um, and I realized really quickly, there was no way I I, I wasn't going to be able to do both. Um, so, um, everything was put on hold and, you know, luckily the Lord has brought us back to Johnson city, which we're really excited about. Um, and so we're going to kind of stick with that same, you know, meal prep, um, oven-ready, crock pot ready meals to try to make life easy and simple for people. Um, but we have added a little bit of a different arm to the business. Um, we've rebranded. Um, it's called Mayfair Market, mm-hmm. which is named after um, my most favorite neighborhood in Savannah that we lived in most recently um, uh, that I, I miss every day. It was such an a, incredible group of people and a great community. Um, so it's called Mayfair Market. Um, the table will be called the table at Mayfair Market. Okay. So um, it's still the same business, one website. It's just kind of a, an arm. Yeah. Um, and then the um the other piece that we've added, which um has been really fun for me um, that I, was unexpected. Um, I think I was telling you the story earlier. Um, back in the fall Um, we, in Savannah, we call it hurricanes. It's when we all have to leave town because of a hurricane. Yeah. And, um, we had been telling our neighbors about Johnson city since we'd moved to Savannah, um, and how much we loved it and how wonderful it was. And so, you know, we got the, we got the notice. We all needed to evacuate and they were like, well, let's go check out this Johnson city place and see if it's as good as you think it is. (laughs) And so I was like, well, come on. So they rented some cabins, um, on the, the river here. Um, and is it lake river?
0: So it's, it's kind of a, so, (laughs) so the lakes here, I think are technically dammed up rivers. Um, and so the Nolichucky, Nolichucky river is a legit river. Okay. So Watauga and Boone are both like dammed up rivers, I think.
1: So do we say lake? You know, Savannah, it's like rivers. You don't have lakes. It's pretty
0: straightforward down there. Up here, you would say either the lake, if it's Watauga or Boone.
1: Okay. But if it's down towards
0: Irwin, that's going to be river.
1: Okay. It was like Elizabethton area.
0: Okay. That could be the Watauga river. That, that could be river. Okay. We'll say river. they were on the river. Yeah. They
1: got some cute little cabins on the river. Yes. And they, as I knew they would, fell in love with the area. It was a slower pace of life. They were fishing. They were hiking. They were in the mountains and doing all the nature things that we, you know, don't get a ton of opportunities to do in the low country. And, um, And when it came time for them to leave, they said, where can we go and buy some Johnson City stuff? And I thought about it and was like, I, I don't really know the answer to that question. They tried to go to a gas station and they were like, we can't even find like magnets, like even like knickknack souvenir stuff. Um, And, you know, Savannah being the you know, the tourist town that it is, um, the hospitality industry is huge down there and you can, you can't not find Savannah stuff. Um, and it's, you know, you can go into the little souvenir shops, but even locally owned coffee shops will have kind of, um, a classier Southern, um, Savannah branded products that even locals themselves love to have in their own house. Um, And so all of a sudden, when I I went back home at the time with Savannah, I started noticing all of the Savannah low country things that were even in my friend's houses. And um, they love their town and they love, you know, supporting it and um, telling everyone who comes to their house how much they love their town. And so um, I just started seeing those products and thinking, we can do this. Like we can just put Johnson city on that with a Johnson city image and, and like take care of this problem of really not having, um, kind of a higher end classy Southern option for people who want to buy Johnson city branded products. Um, and so I started, I guess it was in the fall I came up here, um, started meeting with a couple of local artists. I'm not sure, um, if you know, um, scripting grace, Lindsay, who Mm -hmm. does scripting grace. So started working with her as well, as well as, um, Carrie Beth Williams, who does caribou, which is caribou art and design. Um, and we just, I started bringing them products from Savannah and saying, we need to, we need to do this here. Um, and so we started with, um, just some, we, I'm excited. We have a lot of things kind of up our sleeves that we we're working on getting to suppliers. But um the first thing that we were able to get accomplished was a tree streets flower sack tea towel. So um the local artists here um are the working closely with me to kind of design something um that's specific to Johnson City. And then, you know, now we're in the phase where we're trying to sell them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> get no, them out there. I think it's so cool. And and obviously that's something you, that yeah when you see it I think you posted one to Instagram yeah. this morning or last night or something like that it's a it's a neat I mean it's a neat uh product um yeah. and it's and it's done in a way that's that's original uh, in my opinion, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. look, you know, kind of cliche or anything like that. So really original. I mean, I think if I live in the tree streets, I definitely want one of those, towel, yeah, you know, little yeah. tea towels. So yeah. uh, very cool. And so you've got kind of either in your mind or written down on paper somewhere, you've got this pipeline of, of stuff that you want to want to bring to market to yes. to share with people in Johnson City and then for people who are here to, to take back and share with their friends in other places.
1: Yes. Well, and for friends that they have that used to live in Johnson City who are in, you know, other places now, we can ship it to them, and they'll have a little piece of home with them there. You know, I think, too, the way way we see it, we'd love to kind of be the go-to place for um, realtors. I mean, I know when we bought a house, we usually get some basket of homemade goodies. Um, We'd love to partner with realtors to put some of our products in those baskets, Um, people who have family and friends coming in town for weddings, um, to give them a little, you know, local... Um, gift yeah. with some type of local flair to it um, to remember the event and just things like that. So we're trying to get creative and um, really think about you know not only locals but who who else would would be interested in this. I, I had a friend too who um, has an Airbnb and is like this would be great in uh, an yeah. Airbnb as well for people who are coming in from out of town. So yeah.
0: yeah. Um, the stuff you've done so far has been uh, – it's it's very nicely done, <laughs> looks great, um, and that – what they call product-market fit. So in other, in other words, there's demand for it. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. seeing that casserole and going – at Yoder's and going, oh, my gosh, yes, yes. this is uh, – this would solve a problem. Is that something that – I mean, is that what you went to school for or just something that comes naturally to you? Or
1: mm. Yeah, definitely did not go to school for it. Um, I think probably – you know, I, my background is education. And right now I'm serving as my full-time job as director of academic advising at a school in Savannah. And I can tell you with confidence that the vast majority of people do not do what they major in. <laughs> so I feel like I'm among good, good company there. But yeah. um, you know, my background was in communications at Milligan, um, PR and advertising. Um, and so you now I I come from um, a family of small business people. Okay. And so my parents are um, pretty successful cater- caterers in Savannah. Uh-huh. Um, and most all of my, I was thinking about this the other day, just because of COVID 19 and all that's happened, their lives have all changed drastically, um, obviously, but they're all tied to food, the food industry. Yeah. So they either um, own their own small business or they run someone else's small business. And, um, or manage restaurants. But, um, ironically, most everyone in my family is doing food. Um, so no, I think, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and and you would know this too, you're just, you're a problem solver and you can have a million different ideas. You see a million different problems and you want to solve all of them. And you're like, Oh, I could solve that. I could just create a business and solve this problem. And so I think, I just had a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Every day, my kids were driving me crazy and asking me what's for dinner. And every day I was like, I don't know. And then, you know, also just couple that with just this feeling of wanting to savor every moment with them and not waste my time cleaning and doing laundry and doing all these things and thinking, I wish someone else could come do this for me so I could do what I really love. Yeah. And, you know, in that season, it was spending time <clears throat> with my younger kids while while I had this season where I got to stay at home with them. And so that that's what we want to do. We want to simplify, you know, people's lives and let them spend less time in the kitchen and more time doing what they love. And, you know, they can they can have a prepared meal that's ready to go in their their oven or their crock pot, delivered straight to their door. And not have to worry about what they're having for dinner that night. It's just one less thing that yeah.
0: day. Yeah. Yeah. So we always, um, when y'all lived here before, we always like to have, you know, one or two things from the table in the freezer just in case yeah. things fall apart. Um, yes. <laughs> because on the fall apart nights, it's either let's hit the freezer or let's do Chick-fil-A. And, yeah. you know, that gets that gets costly after a while. Um, yes. Give me an idea of some of the, uh, when, when you were doing the table before and now that you're, uh, you know, cranking it back up. What's some of the stuff that's on the menu that's available to people?
1: Yeah, well, um, I think we're going to um, – we'll do things a little differently this time. Last time we were delivering frozen food to your house, and this time we're going to do it fresh. Okay. We'll have, um, it will have – and then if you don't want to use it within five days or so, you can freeze it on your own. Um, that was you know, one thing a few people told us is that we loved the meals, but if I did not remember to pull it mm-hmm. out of the freezer, the cooking time was just a little long. So we're going to um, – We're going to fix that and we're going to deliver fresh. So um, we are um, trying to also integrate more um, clean eating. Mm -hmm. So just to, I think kind of broaden it last Mm -hmm. time it was simple, family friendly. Um, There's still the, um, the tried and true chicken pot pie, Mm -hmm. which really surprised me, but like everyone loved the chicken pot pie. My kids talk
0: about it all the time.
1: It's, you know, and it's, it's crazy it's crazy it's just i'm like okay that's like the easiest thing that we possibly have but it, everyone loves it yeah um ne- next week I- i'll just go ahead and tell you this um and i think i told you this before we got started but my my stepfather who is a caterer in savannah which i mentioned um clearly his business has kind of come to a complete halt right now he has contracts with cafeterias in Savannah and, um, military planes and weddings and no one's doing any of that. And, um, although we really weren't planning on doing the meal piece really until later towards the fall, um, he just was like, please just let me come up and and get this going. And so we gave him the green light and he's here in town right now and, um, doing all the hard things. And we are actually... I'm um, going to be putting out 90 meals next week. So people will have the opportunity to, to order them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the website should hopefully be up and going and ready for people to order by the weekend. Yeah, um, We've partnered with Mountain Harvest Kitchen and Unicoi, which okay. is an incredible facility. Yep. Um, and we're really excited to be able to have the space um, to, to do, you know, to do this out there. 90 meals is a lot. So it makes it really efficient for us to have that space. Yeah. And
0: Um, for for those people who are listening that, that may not have heard before I, um, we talked to, um, I think uh, Jessica Edmiston uh, from the Syrup Shop was on before, and she mentioned kind of her struggle to find you know space where we can do this at, at scale. She you know she was making bottles of elderberry syrup in her yeah. kitchen and stuff, and at some point that's just not going to work. So Mountain Harvest Kitchen, for those who may not be listening, is, is a is a shared mm-hmm. uh, you know commercial grade kitchen that yeah. that that people can. Uh, you know, I guess, how do you buy time there? Or Yeah, yeah,
1: you do. You you can pay by the hour. You can also kind of buy like a monthly, you know, fee for X amount of hours. Um, And it is shared kitchen space. There are a lot of um, really great food companies, you know, um, using that space. A lot of bakers using that space. But you sign up electronically for, you know, for your slot of time. And um, it's really efficient. Really straightforward and simple, and I mean it is an incredible facility. Yeah, multi million dollar you know facility out there. It's there's nothing that they do not have that you need. So I mean wow. it's a great facility. Yeah. Um, but I, I I to answer your question, what will be on the menu next week? Um. Uh, we're going to have the beef enchiladas, which were a a hit last time. We're kind of starting with like our strong meals from last time. The chicken pot pie will be on there. Um, we're doing, um, a garlic braised pork chop meal with green beans and potatoes as well. Um, for people who are not into a ton of, you know, carbs and things, (laughs) I don't, I don't know those people. I love (laughs) carbs, but, um, but to just kind of give more of a, a healthier option as well, um, and then we're also going to be doing, which we did not do last time, um, which I'm, I'm excited about. We're going to be doing like, we call it like the smoothie fix mix. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, um, think of Daily Harvest, what they do, yeah. but um, we're just going to do it for, our, for ourselves. That's awesome. So we're going to do um, freezer friendly, 16 ounce cups with everything that you need, fresh produce, chia seeds, hemp seeds, any, like we have different recipes that we're following obviously, but, um, everything that you need in that cup to make a healthy smoothie. Um, and then when you're ready for it, you just pull it out of the freezer, dump it into your blender, add whatever liquid base that you want protein. If you want, um, blend it up and put it back in the cup and then there you go. It's easy and quick for you.
0: What a great idea. Um, I, I love that. That's fantastic. Um, you, you talk about, uh, you know, just looking around and seeing problems and then just like, well, let's, let's solve that. So, um, all right. So I know it's one thing to, you know, have a product that's out there, but then you have to build like the infrastructure to support it. And that's, that's where mountain harvest comes in. You know, that's the, the, the kitchen infrastructure. And, you know, I think you said you started out by just posting on Facebook that, Hey, here's what we're doing. But, but I guess you have to kind of scale up and have a website and take orders online and all that stuff. So what does that look like for a customer for you today? How do they interact with you online?
1: Yeah, it definitely did not start off where we are, where we are now is we have a a website. um, It's powered through Shopify um, and um, it should hopefully cross your fingers, be ready by the end of the weekend for people to actually start placing orders. Um, we definitely did not start that way, but, um, we, I I love the way it's looking right now. It's a fresh new look again, new branding. Um, but essentially, um, customers will be able to go to that website. Um, there's two sections there. It says the table at Mayfair market. It also says kitchen plus dining, which would just be the products that we're selling for now. And, um, they'll be able to order their products online, pay online, um, and then for the prod, the actual like retail product piece, like these tea towels that we're selling, we, we also were doing like a, um, a Johnson city scripted stimulus wine glass, um, mm-hmm. that we'll be getting soon. Um, those products, if you're local, we'll deliver them to your door for free. Mm. Um, you can also use the website to have them shipped, yeah. um, for, um, people who are interested in the food, they would go to the table section. Those are, that's your prepared meals, um, they'll be able to order online, pay online, and then we'll be delivering those as well. Um, one to two days a week, we're we're still kind of figuring out that piece. But yeah, I mean, when we started, we were, I was using an Excel spreadsheet, you know, yeah. I mean, if people were just commenting in the Facebook section, and I was using an Excel spreadsheet, and um, I had a pickup time, and people were showing up at my house, and I was They had to like text me what car they were in and, you know, and then really quickly, I just thought we have to streamline this. This is just, it needs to be simpler than this. So, um, Shopify is a great website. We've had great, um, experience with it and, you know, they have a reporting feature, Mm -hmm. so we'll be able to basically run the reports to, to package all of our meals and, um, yeah. So
0: that's interesting. So, so you can get a report back and, you know you may have three people say on Facebook that, wow, this was, this was amazing. I loved it, you know? Um, And so, but Shopify will give you a report that says, oh, wow, you know, maybe that, that wasn't the best seller, even though these people spoke loudly about it. And this other thing over here is going nuts and, and wow, that's interesting.
1: Yes. And I, you know, because business is not my background, I have to, it's, that's probably like a piece that I still have to learn is using reports to, learn more about what you're doing. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just like, okay. You know, I, I, I think I'm just so task oriented that I'm kind of like, can someone else please read the reports and just let me like start making more food because right. we got food to get out the kitchen, yeah. you know? So I, I really, as a new entrepreneur, um, I, I you know, there's still a lot that I have to learn, but Shopify gives you that. So if you're an entrepreneur that knows what, you know, how to use all of those. It's a great, it's a great tool.
0: So that's pretty amazing. So, you know, here, here you are, you, you have an, an, an idea and some evidence that this is going to work. And here you have a tool like Shopify, you have a tool like uh, mountain harvest kitchens and, you know, you, you've got a, uh, you know, all of a sudden you get a business, like a real business. Yeah.
1: A real, a real thing. Like, yeah. you know, and we, we have an LLC now, which, you know, before we were doing it out of my kitchen, I would, I'd have like 10 Milligan students at my house at 8 p.m. after I put the kids to bed. And I'm like, we've got 90 pot pies to make. You know, I would bring in tables and it would be kind of like an assembly line situation. And now we've got, you know, papers to file with the state and LLCs to form and, (laughs) you know, insurances and business licenses and all the things. And I'm constantly reminded that I
0: have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so. I think uh, 99% of us are, are in that boat. So <laughs> you mentioned, um, you know, having to work on this like at night after your kids are in bed and, um, and, and also, you know, your the, the motivation for, for providing this to other people is so they can spend more quality time with their, with their kids and, yeah. um, and partners and, and all that stuff. So, um, what do your kids think about what you do right now?
1: You know, it's been really interesting. Even this morning when I actually put clothes on and makeup and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> came here, they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, you know, this is, you know, I was kind of explaining to them what I'm doing and um, I, they're really proud of me. And I see, I see, you know, that on their faces and it makes me really happy. Yeah. Um, They've asked me a couple of times, are you like the boss at Mayfair market. And I'm like, yeah, I am the boss at Mayfair market. Um, and they're, they're excited. They love to be part of it before when we had people picking up, they wanted to be the people that ran, you know, ran the food out to the car. So, um, but balance is hard. And I think, I don't know if this is, I don't know how familiar you are with the Enneagram, but I'm an eight. I don't know if this is an eight thing or like an entrepreneur thing, but I just never shut it off. Like even when I'm sitting in my bed at night, I'm thinking about how to solve the next problem. Yeah. Um. And so they're, they're good at reminding me, <laughs> you know, when I need to like stop working.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even if it's mentally, yeah. you know, even if I'm not on my computer, but they're like, Where are you right now? I'm trying to tell you a funny story and you're not laughing. Well, no, because I'm thinking of something else.
0: Yeah. I can relate. Um, I imagine this is fun for you. like, Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I think because I really believe in what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I really know how hard it is to balance all the things at home. Yeah. Even you know, I mean, I think, you know, there might be a misunderstanding, like stay at home. Moms are still incredibly busy. I mean, it is like a full-time plus job. Yep. I, I have been there. And by the time you are done wiping noses, helping people go to the bathroom, dealing with emotional meltdowns, like, you know, doing the laundry and cleaning up the kitchen for the 10th time that day, yep. um, you're just done. Like yeah. I'm, Like, I remember my husband coming home from work and thinking, like, are you doing dinner? Because, like, I'm done. Like, I cannot do one more thing today. Um, Just to just be able to, you know, give people an opportunity to not have to do this big thing. Dinner feels like such a big deal, doesn't it? Like, every day, it feels like this, what should be this beautiful, wonderful thing is a task, that we just have to get through because it's just, you know,
0: it's a, it's a weird thing because you're exactly right. It, it is this, it can be a lot of things like, you know, we can come and it's like, all right, we're cooking out. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. It's going to be awesome. And that's awesome. But there's also those nights where, um, okay, three kids have soccer at three different fields. Yeah. And this one has, you know, has a performance or whatever. And, um, Yes, we could get pals. We absolutely could get pals, but sometimes that's not you know where we want to be health wise or money wise or, or any of that stuff. And so it can also be this this huge huge burden. Right. But it's one of those things that like the benefit compounds, right? So uh, you get the benefit of eating dinner with your family in these yeah. in these built memories in this shared time. Yeah. Um, but but producing that is. Wow, that's something producing that.
1: Yeah, it, you're, you're, it's not fun. Like, I mean, they, there's a rare occasion when my kids are playing well together. Like, rarely does yeah. that happen. But when they're playing well together and I can crank up some music and sip a glass of wine while I'm cooking in the kitchen, yeah. that's fine. It's
0: pretty special, yeah. But that
1: doesn't happen too often, <laughs> you know? Um, that's more of like a Friday night thing or a Saturday night thing when there's another adult in the house to keep things yep okay. Um, but it doesn't, it does not happen often. And I'll, I'll say this, um, kind of the other piece to the food for me, which is probably more important than just the pragmatics of simplifying life a little bit is the community piece of what happens around a table. And, um, my husband's a pastor, so sorry for all the pastors that are going to listen to this. Um, but one of the best things that we ever did, and, and clearly this was a specific season of life for us, but um, we quit small group and we chose Supper Club. Yeah, And we just were like, I just could not do like one more forced, awkward Bible study situation. Yeah. Um, I just felt like... I don't really have a lot of time in a day. And if I get to go out and do something with people, I need it to be really intentional and I need it to be with people that are going to be our tribe. Yes, Like these are the people we're doing life with yep. because I don't really have a lot of time. Yeah, And um, small group just... I, I was in a small group, I think, like a lot of people that they're in a small group of people who aren't their people. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just... They've been encouraged to do a group, and they do it. And you know, they might like a few people in their group, but it's awkward, and you know, it, it's just it. To me, it felt like a time drain. Like yeah. there were some good things that were coming out of small group, but um, I just didn't have a lot of margin. Yeah, so I need to be really intentional. So we quit, and um, we just invited like three or four of our closest couple friends and yeah. said, "Let's just do dinner like once a month yep. around a table together." And um, no agenda, we're not going through a book of the Bible or doing a Bible study, we're just eating together, we're yeah. breaking bread. And it's it's kind of amazing what can happen around a table. Um, just walls come down and, and conversation you know, go, goes deep when it needs to go deep and it it doesn't when it doesn't. And it's organic. It's an organic um, thing that can happen just in community building.
0: Yeah. You know, when, when you have that commitment and I imagine you'll have a, okay, we're doing this once a month. It's going to be like this and we're going to, we all have to be, you know, this is a thing we all do together. And, um, you know, there's, there's a commitment and there's, there's trust around that table in that it's. Like you said, it's a decent place to, you know, you can read the vibe of what's going on that night and go, hey, this is a, we're, you know, we're having a fun night tonight or, yeah. all right, this is going on with this person and, and, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to talk about it tonight. Yeah. And, and, and I think you're right. It, 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 may not happen, um, you know, if it's like a contrived environment or, or if it's, if you're trying to do something else, you know, like you can't have that conversation with, you know maybe your neighbor across the street or, or or whatever. It's, it's, you you know, you, like you said, you, you bring your people together.
1: Yeah. And you know, when we lived in Los Angeles, um, you know, we kind of were a fish out of water. There's not a lot of cultural Christianity in LA, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's very much a part of our culture here in the South. It is. Yeah. Um, so we were renting a little back house from a couple, um, and they were not believers And, um, when they found out kind of through the application process that my husband was a pastor, they just said, you know, don't try to sell Jesus to me. Like, do not try to, you know, win me over or invite me to church or anything like that. And we were like, okay, yeah, we're good. Cool. And, um, and so we knew they weren't believers. They knew we were believers. Um, we, we respected their wishes of, you know, not really going there with them. Um, but we started having dinner pretty regularly together with them, whether it just didn't have to be anything formal around a table, you know, set with China, we just grilled burgers and ate outside, but just the act of breaking bread together, um, it, it did something there and it built trust. And over time they actually started asking us questions, you know? And, and, um, we, we were treading lightly and, but it opened up doors that would not have happened if we weren't willing to grill out burgers and have a beer with them. Um, and that, that was, I think a pretty defining moment for us in terms of, I think in our faith too, and just saying like, you know, just relationship happens pretty easily over food. Yeah. Um, and it seems so simple, but um, there's a reason why every major holiday we get together and eat with our family, Yeah, you know? And so, um, it's a special, it's a special thing. It's an important thing. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, okay. So Mayfair market is, is coming, it's ramping up. Um, and where can people go find you?
1: Yeah, so we're online, um, MayfairMarketJC.com, and Mayfair is M-A-Y-F-A-I-R, MayfairMarketJC.com. That website will be up um, hopefully by the end of the weekend. Um, I will say, um, this is kind of just sidebar, Um, one of the the biggest um, privileges that we were able to do the last time that we ran the table was around – Christmas, um, and then again in the summer, where um, we were able to do a fundraiser for people to purchase meals at a discounted price to be donated to students um, in local public schools mm-hmm. who were on free or reduced lunch. So, some of my regular customers were in administration at some public schools around the area, and I, I have a background in education. I'd taught in a public school here in Johnson City. Um, I also I was a free, a, a kid on free lunch. Um, so I, I grew up pretty poor and, um, my heart just kind of like is just connected with those kids. Um, and so I, um, I have, I have a heart, um, for specifically title one schools. And, um, and so we, we were able to partner with them and donate some, some family meals to these students to have over break yeah. students who, you know, for most of them, they're, the only meal they get sometimes is what they get at school, yep. and so um, you know uh, that would ideally help help them stay fed over breaks. So we're going to be um, not not only doing that during those break times, but it's going to become a regular part of what we're doing. Um, so we're still working with the school system right now to figure out the details. But for every X amount of meals that are purchased. Um, by our customers, we will be donating an X amount of meals to local public schools for them to distribute to students oh, who are wow. on free or reduced lunch. So yeah. um, that's a really uh, big point that I want to make um, to anyone who's hearing this is that um, even if you don't like chicken pot pie, if you love children, <laughs> <laughs> you should buy one. If you because, care about yeah. children having food. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, really cool that y'all do that. Um, okay. Uh, Instagram, can we find you on Instagram somewhere? Yes.
1: Uh, Mayfair Market JC, um, on Instagram as as well. So, and we have a Facebook page.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Lindsay, thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you. It was a pleasure.